I'm about to talk about the smartest person in the room claim to fame. Nothing is wrong with that calling card or that identity, sort of say, but it gets kind of weird when we're going, I guess, laterally or, you know, just just cross cross houses, cross just walks of life, way of life, a way of getting in. And with this, this just brings me to my next point. The smartest person in the room is all fine and dandy. If y'all like all from like, I guess, the same, the same school, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Because somebody may be trying to big league to say, for instance, a mechanic who might not be so scholastic in nature, uh, bright or per se the smartest person in the room. But in said automobiles, that person is a savant, you know what I'm saying? And yet in his wheelhouse, his school, he's a genius. So it gets kind of weird when you're trying to rank it depending the vantage point. And also, too, you could be the smartest person in the room but not have as much cheddar as another person. So just that whole calling, calling car gets a little wicked at times. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo. Nice. Wow. It's the boy Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Oh, yeah, and I got um, A.R. Bear chilling with me over there. So if he start making noise in the background, we're just going to have to deal just, with it. You just ignore it. Just, I mean, just, just, just ignore the small stuff, dog. <laughs> um, Rumble brings up something, obviously a um, point of topic, a conversation that's near and dear to me because I am the smartest nigga in the room. And we will, uh, I, I, I started it laughing because it, it gets weird. It gets wicked. <laughs> it so, gets wicked. Um, I, I'm laughing because like there was a, a Instagram post that I made maybe, um, I don't know, seven, no, probably like 10 years ago. So I was teaching at the school that you coach at. Mm-hmm. I was actually coaching, you know, mm-hmm. as well. And um, a one of the kids on my, my team, he was like, you know, behavior disorder or whatever. Boy, I had a couple of issues here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, stayed in a little bit of trouble, a little bit of, a little bit of tisk and task. But mm-hmm. you know, I had him on on path when he was playing playing ball for me. So you know, he yeah. he, he do what he' supposed to do. Long story short, uh, I get calls into the office one day uh, because they said, "Hey, your player got in trouble today. What you gonna do about it?" I might have been a guidance counselor, and mm-hmm. I was like, um, "Yeah, I, I'll talk to him. What happened?" Well, the teachers, him and the teacher got into it in the little, in the little class, and he responded with, um, stop talking to me crazy because I'm the smartest, toughest nigga in this school. And she... <laughs> that boy covered all ground. Hold up, hold up, hold up. up. He's the smartest... Toughest niggas nigga yeah. in the school. He ain't saying about Hispanics. Well, white people. So the teacher couldn't wait. The the white woman, art teacher, couldn't mm-hmm. wait to write on the referral, smartest, toughest, N I G G E R, in the school. <laughs> <laughs> wrote it out. 
Wrote it out, my boy. I'm, he is the smartest, toughest nigger in the nigger. school. In the school. <laughs> that part. Wow. I don't, I don't know what about this morning made me think about that, but I was walking around the house this morning, I was thinking about that, and I started chuckling to myself. I was like, I wonder what, I wonder what the smartest, toughest nigger doing right now. <laughs> now what is smart, probably being, tough ass? Probably still being the little smartest, well, he might not be the smart, but smart, tough nigger. Well, yeah, okay. We, we, we understand that the smart was the tongue-in-chief part. But yeah, the, nigga, he, the, nigga, the nigga might have been the toughest nigga at the school. Yeah, I, I, it, it's if possible. You that, if you like, say that, that and I can show time. you pictures of him at the time. That's he, true. he 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 gave he would give you some um some young Suge Knight vibes. So okay. um mixed with a little pimp C kind of going on with a little curly top, but yeah. you, you know ready to give. Yeah, 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 yeah boy, chunk, boy, a work. young yeah boy had that work. Hmm. Like yeah, at a really at a certain boy. age, you're bigger, mm-hmm. you're stockier, and you're re- willing to fight. Yeah, um, that's that half the battle if you're willing to fight. <laughs> Yeah, I might make you the toughest nigga in the school. Yeah, right. But the smart is the funny part. <laughs> it is the part that oh, like I that always laugh when people ch- say that. that. That shit always funny. If you got to say that, if you have to verbalize that downtime, ten you not. Oh, um, well, I mean, I, I think I think he brought up two things, and I, I was waiting for him to get to it. He took to the end to say something about that cheddar because I knew he was gonna go there. Mm-hmm. It just took him a while to get there. The other part was just the um, smart is relative in context. Yeah. Like um, he he used the the analogy about in one automobile whatever and it really mm-hmm. made me start thinking about automobiles specifically. Yeah. Like if somebody's like, man, I know how to put a muffler in the back of a um, catalytic converter in my transmission yeah. to my is that he's smart in that. Yeah. And and if you nice at like damn um, literature, yeah, you know that man gonna kill you on some car shit, right? So. Yeah. So um, it, it is it is a uh, it becomes weird like you said in that way, but. Mm-hmm. So I do think that he has a point there. However, I do want to say this, and I think that this needs to be kind of clarified for people who listen to that rumble commentary and say, yeah, he got a point. I think he got a point. But I think that society deems certain skills and certain uh, being intelligent in certain realms of life as what society deems as intelligent. So you could, yes, smart. So you can bang your head up against the wall all day and say, oh man, that man not really smarter than somebody else because he he book smart. But that's that's not for you to say. Yeah, and a lot of times they they base it on how much you make for being a brain. Well, I was going to get to that. that. I was going to, let's separate those two for a second, but let's just go back to that other one. Like, I've always heard this. One of my teachers in, like, middle school or high school told me this. She said the number one display of someone's intelligence is their ability to manipulate the English language. So if you're Mm -hmm. Mm well-spoken, if you can articulate yourself really well, if you know Mm -hmm. things in the moment and can express your feelings, people think you're smart. And at the end of the day, perception is reality. I was about to say that's all that matter. What people think. If you if you're out here and you know everything, but you're like you know maybe autistic or something, and you can't really articulate it, people gonna say, "Oh man, that boy like a savant," or "That boy mm-hmm. like man, that boy could do a Rubik's cube good." But they're never gonna really think you're smart. They're gonna think yeah. you're kind of weird, kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you can't articulate yourself, Just, all I mean, of you extremely smart, and you walk around talking like Boosie all the time. Fair enough. You know? Fair <laughs> you know, uh, no. If you walk around talking like a nigga, N-I-G-G-A, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, 
That's crazy still. The smartest, yeah, dumbest you, nigga in the room. This, yeah. So, you know, it just depends on, like you said, perception is reality. So, um, And I would think that the, the finance part, I think that this is a very interesting thing, right? Because it's a flex card, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, I think money, as you get to a certain age, just becomes the flex, yeah. right? I, we could we could have these smart talks all day because I'm I I have them right I have friends mm-hmm. who um growing up and at, at a certain age like I, I grew up in a very big fish in a small pond environment like I mm-hmm. was the smartest toughest I don't know if I was tough <laughs> I, I damn sure was the smartest uh, African American mm-hmm. um, black man in my graduating class in my age range like. In a in a thirty mile radius, like yeah. like we we could we could agree to, agree to disagree, but the accolades, mm-hmm. the proof was in the pudding, the accolades, right. the the scholarships, all the rest of that. Ain't nobody was really seeing me in and around my area. Yeah. And then you go to college and you see people who like, oh damn, it's a whole bunch of us from mm-hmm. oh that boy from Cali, that boy smart, that boy from New Orleans, that boy smart as hell, that boy from St. Louis, goddamn, that boy smart, right? Yeah. And you just you 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 on par with other people, but you're not just mm-hmm. blowing boys out the water. So it makes you come into like um, just a realization that like just that book smart shit and who's really kind of just bright and can problem solve and can do yeah. all of these things. Man, they always got somebody who nice it. They yeah. always got somebody who nice it. And I, I I don't know. Like when Rumble says that, it makes me think about that. But out of those people, some of those cats don't have high paying jobs to this point. Some I was of about them to just say that. Say, some of them just said, just you know what, I'm going to work at the bus stop. I'm, I'm at the bus I'm, station. I, I'll just beat you smarter than everybody. Right? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> this, okay, case in point. Louis Fouché. And I, 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 I'm I, putting the boy on on the, na- the name of Louis Fouché on the podcast. Never talked about him. I think this is a good enough time um, to, 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 to talk about him as ever. So Louis Fouché plays at like the Tonight Show or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like he's on the Tonight Show band, um, I believe, and that man, he or uh, one of these shows, it might not be Tonight Show. It's one of these late night shows. Um, but smartest dude at our at Xavier, like smartest mm-hmm. dude, came over there early when he was super young, and then left and went to MIT and was just like getting nothing but whatever. And man, stop! I, I, I'm telling the story wrong, but you could look him up. That boy played like saxophone or trombone or some yeah, kind of bone. Ain't bones. using this shit. Yeah. And man, and he, but but he like won an Emmy or like an Oscar or a Grammy, whatever you win for playing yeah. music. Whichever one it is. <laughs> Golden it's Globe. A Grammy, right? It's a Grammy. Let's go to Golden. Yeah, it's the Grammys. But let's just go to Golden home. Globe. Okay, that's fine. MTV Award. Either <laughs> one. A Nickelodeon. He won. A, he got a slime award. He got a slime. Wait, but that man played every night on like you mm-hmm. know Colbert or whatever show he on, and Happy as that's hell. what he do. Happy as hell. Mm-hmm. But if we walk in the room and talk about Big Bank Tech, Little Bank, somebody who might not be as smart as that man mm-hmm. might have just kind of went to school, got their degree, and uh, got been a doctor. Yeah. Not really smart, mm-hmm. but just became a doctor. Some kind just of a doctor that don't learn. require you to be that smart, right? Just learned learn. a lot, took a lot of tests. I mean, just pay attention and, and learn. Yeah, and you then know? all of a like sudden, my, my brother, my brother remind me. Mm-hmm. My brother is one of the smartest people I know. But just as far as him making money for him being smart, it just that's not what he owns. <laughs> that's not for him. <laughs> he just ain't. He he's smart as hell. I would tell him the smartest person I know. I mean, I, Alan Alan did people put four five people through school doing all their work, you know, with ease. So you know, man, it's just he just smart. He don't. For his brain power, he don't make the money that equivalent, you know, the equivalent to that. So, 
it, 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 it definitely happens. I mean, and like you said, and, and that can't be the indicator. I just looked it up. Louis Fouché is a saxophonist at the late night, the late show with Stephen Colbert. So that's the one he's okay. on every night. Um, all of that to say, we understand that intelligence, that wisdom, is mm-hmm. not necessarily go hand in hand with financial um, yes gains and such. And I Most mean, at definitely. the end of the day, that that that's a it's a it's a flex that somebody could pull out and say, oh yeah, man, I make more money than you with your smart ass. But yeah. that that still don't make you smarter than that person. No, it's people that make way more money than, than a lot of people in the dumbest shit. <laughs> in some contexts, so. I'd rather be smart than have that money. In some contexts, I'd rather have that money than be smart. So I mean, yeah. you know, you gotta find you gotta find a your middle ground. Between. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta strike a balance find between that middle the ground two. somewhere. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure they got people who way smarter than Nick Saban. But Nick Saban getting yes. that bag. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. his chosen profession, he was smart enough yeah. to go into a profession that got that bag. So, I mean. And he's, like you said, he's smart at his profession. Right. <laughs> what and he does, he's smart at that. And, but, you know, out of all of that, when you're in a profession and you got to answer to somebody who's not as smart as you, shit. You know what that do? What would that do? That burns <laughs> my booty, man. Like, let me tell man. you a couple of other things that burn. My Buddha this week, man. The first thing that burns my Buddha this week is when you start your little project and mm-hmm. you think it's gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna get it done. Then next thing you know, that thing just grow into this big project that you just didn't expect it to happen, man. That that burns my Buddha. Oh, you you ain't thought you were gonna do all that, huh? <laughs> and what thought was gonna be a little light that ended up being some real work. <laughs> Don't you? Definitely been. Oh, I've been it it happened to me twice last week. Two times last week. <laughs> Two times. So, I mean, and I know, Los, you got a story like when that pipe bust, when you thought you could have. <laughs> that damn was going to be quick and easy to just go ahead. And then I was like, oh, nah, that's that's not how that's going. Nah, that's not how <laughs> yeah. that's going. It turned into a whole different uh, three, four, five week thing. You're like, come on, man. I, this is not what I, no, I didn't envision this. Yeah, like so. The first one that that um, was just it was just so small, right? I was getting some clothes out the drawer in my son's room, and the drawer was overstuffed. So mm-hmm. I'm like, when I put it back in, it wouldn't close. So I'm like, oh, they got some clothes in the back of it. So I was like, all right, let me shimmy the drawer out, mm-hmm. so I could get the clothes from back there reassigned. Blah blah blah. So tell me why I was down there for about thirty minutes trying to get that <laughs> drawer out. <laughs> Had them hooks on the back of the thing. Son, son, no, it wasn't even that. Like I had to go. I went to the next one and pulled mm-hmm. it out and was like, okay, if this one come out like this, then this, oh, one, this should one come out, out like this. It it was it was just a, it was a jiggle daddy. That's all it was. Oh, but for some odd reason, that thing that was thing stuck, jig- <laughs> and I didn't want to break it. For wasting a whole thirty minutes, <laughs> thirty. Uh, half 30. of an hour of my life trying to get a drawer out the fucking drawer. Hey, I need that. Uh, I said, oh, I'm gonna change the little socket real quick. I got the power tools. You know what I'm saying? I hit the breaker real quick. Bang, bang. I put the, throw that thing in there. It ain't work. Hold on. I did exactly. <laughs> I did exactly what the other one had on. It, this shit work. Just sitting there. I end up two hours later. I ain't tightened one of the screws all the way yep. completely in. I had to put it. I took it out. Put it in like five or six times. And I'm like, those things. It gotta be broke. Gotta be broke. Yep. No. Yep. It, it was just, just one, one extra little tick. Let me let me give you another one. Last week, I had we bought a bed um, for downstairs when the when the when the new baby when uh, Ar Bell was um, 
hit the scene. And it's mm-hmm. like, we need a bed downstairs. So, like, when my mama come over there, they got they got to go up and, stay, up and down the stairs yeah. with the baby. Woo. So, we got a little frame, threw a bed on it, boom, done. So, we put the mattress back where it was. And the bed frame just kind of been sitting around and, you know, still up, you know, folded, yeah. but still up. So, I was like, the other day, I was like, let me tear this thing down right quick. Take out the screws. <laughs> put the screws back in. Mm-hmm. Boom. Just going to take me about 20 minutes. Yeah. Now, why the first part of the job, the first thing, first thing, first thing, mm-hmm. I took my drill and I put the Allen thing on it and I stuck mm-hmm. it in there and I, and I played, you know, I, I said, unscrew, boom, and unscrewed it real quick. Mm-hmm. The first screw. I said, cool. I just was starting them. Get it out. Mm-hmm. I took them two down. I went to the next one and it was like, <laughs> like, like, you know, like kind of, you know, if I was screwing something in. It would be like mm-hmm. that part where, you know, they saying, hey, it, man, it's too tight. It's so already, like, yeah, it's already in there. Yeah, like kickback. So I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, how, like, what I need to do? <sighs> no. I went to the next screw. It did the same thing. And I was like, damn, these are in there too tight, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why well, I did some stupid shit and I turned the drill setting, like, one over to, like, the drill setting. Uh, Dog, you stripped that goddamn, that, that, so, that hole so fucking fast. <laughs> Down to the nothing but metal pieces of slag was coming out of it. Now, you, now you got to go on uh, the the home shopping network to buy a, a tool to take that bitch. <laughs> Hold up, and this was pissed me off though, Lowe's. I took a little regular little hand daddy Allen wrench, stuck it in it, and just put some force, and that other came one just right came out. right out. I was like, damn, this would. And hold up. And this, this whole thing would have took me 20 minutes. But now yeah. I'm trying to get the screw out. I'm mm-hmm. on my Google Daddy. I'm on my Allen. I, I, first, I did the, the the thing that I don't know where I've heard somewhere. Or I might have tried somewhere and it might have worked before. You take you like a little um, either a rubber band or like a rubber glove or something. And you and stick it in, in there. The, and then you stick yeah. a thing, the same screw, and you try to catch yeah. it. That didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I went and get some needle nose pliers and was just trying to turn, turn. like trying to catch, trying to catch a little bit. That didn't work. Uh, I tried to get a bigger Allen wrench piece. That didn't fit. So ultimately, how I ended up getting it is I went and get some uh, like a vice grip. But mm-hmm. I had I had a, I had a nice little vice grip and I was able to kind of get it pushed flush against there, snap it yeah, on there, yeah. and then really kind of just maneuver that yeah. hole out. But this whole procedure of getting that one screw out about forty minutes. So this 20 minute test took me about an hour, 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 15, hour, hour, 15. Hell nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Start your little project. Oh man, let me knock this little project out, man. Let me knock this little project out. Get this shit done, man. Get back to what I'm doing. Then that thing take four hours, man. That, you know, that, that burns my booty. I mean, let me tell you the next thing that burns my booty <laughs> this week. Man, the next thing that burns my booty this week is... 16-year-olds with their own companies, man. That burns my booty. Why they burn your booty, man? You don't like young entrepreneurs? It gives me... Um, my Smart son, in the room? My son wanted a PS5. I wanted to give my son a PS5, but instead he said, how about you buy me equities in these lo- in the best stocks in the Fortune oh, 500? Oh, you talking about that type it of thing. It me them kind of vibes, though. <laughs> yeah. But I, it, don't, it, it depends on, like, is, the, is that kid actually... Doing something with that company, you know I mean, or is this an idea they came up with, or mm-hmm. your parents started it? And it just depends. It just depends on how it all went down. And then, to the end of the day, if you want your kid to have a company and it's, it, it's making money, it's lucrative, you know, have at it, bro. You know, but uh, just act like when you 
when you put you you, you I guess you kind of trying to make it seem like uh, my kid came up with this all their own. Like you ain't doing it. that. Yeah, I get yeah, that part right there is it's wild. I mean, I remember the first time I think I ever um, like really observed it was I was um, going to an AVID conference and it was like one of these, uh, it was in Dallas and it was like hundreds and hundreds of teachers at this joint. You know, this was before I kind of was on the other side of putting on conferences and all the rest of that. So I just kind of didn't mm -hmm. understand how everything worked. And one of the guest speaker, keynote speakers, was a little boy who was like 10, a little like, um, you know, Pakistani boy. And he was mm -hmm. like talking about how he's developed all these apps and he's um, got these businesses. And everybody was like just so amazed and blah, blah, oh my blah. God. And I was sitting here like, no, he didn't. No, he, <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Why that he man didn't. can't be the, the smartest okay. Pecky in the room? As as what you're Pakistani. saying, he he could be the smartest kid in his class. He could be the smartest mm -hmm. kid in the district. He could be the smartest kid in the country. But ain't no ten year old understand how to file business paperwork. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, incorporate an organization. I, he can't even do it because he's not old enough yeah. to do it. He don't raise no capital. He not out here doing that that kind of shit. And he mm -hmm. damn sure ain't writing these apps with and, and from scratch his people mm -hmm. is doing half of this work if not more and yeah. just kind of putting it on like oh this little youngster is the success story because that because youth sells you know what i mean mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah so, that's a win that that was my everybody thing. everybody went down i'm surprised you didn't download the app and check it out and talk about it absolutely not 100%. So no, I mean, I was in a space um, earlier this week where I was like, it was a whole bunch of like, oh my God, you should be so impressed. This 16 year old has his own companies. And I'm just like, shut up. Like, stop it. That's not I'd a thing. I'd be wanting to know what companies and what, what does the company do? Like, what do they do? And I want to hear him explain in third, like, how'd you start it? I mean, by I'm that doing. same token, it's like he has a podcast company. And he br he prints T-shirts and like, you know I mean that's not oh, what it, that's not okay. what it is but anything is a company you know what I mean yeah that's true you that's don't true. have to have a brick and mortar to have a company yeah, my company, company is I buy yeah. I buy Jordans and I sell these Jordans to somebody else by that same token every little shoe reseller got a company you a business owner yeah you know what I mean I'm a twelve year old yeah. business owner because I got the capital to do it and I mean that's a whole nother yeah. part. I don't want to get into that piece of it, but the capital to do it is a big part. If you got money, you could do a lot of things. Man, listen. Yeah. The last thing that burns my Buddha this week is um listen, we talked about this the other day when we were sitting out chit-chatting, man. When a woman calls a man a nigger, not the smartest nigger, just no. a nigger. <laughs> yeah. In an argument, that burns my Buddha. Yeah. She really mean bitch. Know what she wanna say. It, it, it's the same connotation, basically. Yeah. I mean, as long as we've been at this, um, being being black men of a certain age, it's mm -hmm. certain connotate, it's certain words and phrases and things that people just, you know, it's accepted, right? We sag our pants, we do certain things, and yeah. like all of these things are kind of based upon how we grew up, where we grew up, when we grew up. Mm-hmm. One of those things is rap music and everything, the concept of niggas. We, we, I, we was just making it a point to say smartest nigga in the room, niggas. We use the term yeah. nigga. We say that a lot, the N-word. Yes. Because yeah. we have appropriated that as a culture. It's mm -hmm. something that people of our age, you know, use within our circle to talk to one another as in a term of endearment yeah. that we don't want to hear anybody else say. Yeah. By the same token, within the male, black male group, 
niggas and bitches. Mm-hmm. Niggas and hoes. Yeah. And we can have this conversation, Los. Yeah. I'm, I'm, are you, 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 can we have this conversation? You're not wrong when you're right. Yeah, we can, can have it. Go can ahead. we have this conversation? We can have the conversation. What them niggas doing in the next room? What them mm-hmm. hoes over there doing? Yeah. Y'all invited some hoes to the party? They gonna mm-hmm. be bitches over there? Yeah. These words, just like when we say, oh, how many niggas you got coming? Don't mean yeah. how many um, N-I-G-G-E-Rs off the plantation are coming. No. It means how many mean. friends, mm-hmm. males, black males specifically, mm-hmm. co- acquaintances will be at this establishment. How yeah. many niggas is coming? That's just yeah. the way we say it. It's not, yeah. it's not a derogatory term at all. Mm-hmm. You're right. In the how same token, there, right? Too many niggas over there. Exactly. It's a, it's a meat, it's a meat <laughs> yeah. fest. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't going. There's too many niggas in there. By the same token, boy, they got them hoes in there tonight, boy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, them hoes out, boy. Hoes out, boy. How, what is what is like at your um at your campus right now that you're teaching that boy? They got them hoes. Oh, oh man, we ain't got no hoes. <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah. Boy, they got them bitches at that school. Okay, Ooh. all of that to say. When in the same way, when we use the term bitches, when we use the term mm-hmm. hoes, as derogatory as that sounds, when we're saying it inclusive of in our communities, and I know we, we I know we talking shop, we talking shop outside of school, man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's not a term of like a bitch, like a female dog, or like a a a, a, a angry person. That's not what we mean by bitch. And hoe, no, we, we don't mean a, a a freak, a prostitute, somebody yeah. who out here giving up ass. We talking about somebody who was born a woman who has a period and can have children. <laughs> and, and, she, and, and, and for men, a lot of times... And really nice. And for men, a lot of times, that don't even mean black or white. Like, I mean, no, it's just them whole... No. It's just women. Yeah. It's just them mm. women. It's, sh- it's it. shorter, less syllables. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we say that. So mm. when someone hears us say it, I remember, I, I can speak to this about uh, maybe four, three or four years ago at Homecoming. You remember, we, me and you talked about this. That um, I told the dude, you remember this? When I told the little dude, um, I said, hey, man, fuck, man, come on. Come over here by the niggas, man. Stop standing. We'll be standing by the oh, hoes. Yeah. And that man yeah. was like, hey, man, don't be calling my wife no hoe. And I was like, all right, bro. I there you, there you mean, go. There you I'm go. Not, there you go. I, I didn't, I didn't but, call your wife you, a hoe. But, if but that's you know what? what? But some people don't, don't use it like we use it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And. Yeah. And when we were talking about language and how that 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 talk that shows intelligence, mm-hmm. when we talk and use the term niggas and hoes, it doesn't show intelligence. But we don't do it in our professional settings. We don't talk yeah. like that around other people because we understand that the connotation of that is kind of unlearned and ignorant. But at the yeah. same time, it's how we grew up. It's how we've yeah. communicated since we were in grade school. Well, luckily, we were taught that it's always a, a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we had parents who made us understand there's a time and place for everything. And I think we know the time and place. Yeah. Like sometimes people will get it confused like we're using it or we're talking about somebody negatively, but and we're not, really not. Right. Uh, most of the time, we it's kind of bigging them up. Like say, hey, boy, they got the hoes in there. Like right? we want to go in there. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, we're not trying to, you know, it's not trying to be derogatory or anything like that. It just, it comes out like that if it's not how you speak, mm-hmm. especially when you're from Louisiana, that's that's really how we talk. If we I wanted to go, bitch. Yep. If you wanted to go two steps ahead, I was going right there. That 
that baby, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. New Orleans niggas would be like, what's up, bitch? Yeah, what's up, bitch? Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. You don't... I mean, and women call each other bitches and hoes, too, they, so... That's, and th we weren't even going around that. We weren't even going that. They got a, a chick, that wrestler chick who I said is super fine, um, mm -hmm. Jay Cargill. Her whole, yeah. little, her whole little slogan is, uh, that bitch. This is that bitch yeah. show. I'm mm -hmm. that bitch. Yeah. Like, you know, and yeah. Trina the baddest bitch. You know, they've been doing it since yeah. Um, I'm, I'm coming back full circle to say this, and I'm and I think the guy at homecoming that that lame square nigga, um, <laughs> that that rusty head Malcolm he X just looking a, ass he just nigga, from, he just from a different he just, Detroit he just red, um, <laughs> high booty nigga, um, oh stuck under your wife under a titty <laughs> ass nigga. Uh, <laughs> that's where the boys want to be, man. Some that's what boys it, love it. Hey, I ain't tripped out. But my point I'm saying is <laughs> I say stuck on that TV. If you tell him, like I said, say mm -hmm. homie, say my nigga, me and you, yeah. come hang out over here by the bar with the niggas. Mm -hmm. Let's let's lead the hoes to talk to themselves. Yeah. What I'm saying, if you just take two seconds to listen, it's hey friend. Let's yeah. go over here around other males and yeah. let the women talk. Yeah, let that's, the women. Yeah. That's, that's what I said. That's say. all it is. Yeah. Had I have said the same words, the same pronouns for, for men and women, um, niggas and hoes, mm -hmm. and I was angry. See, we're coming full circle to my point. And I was that's angry. Different. It means something different. If I mm -hmm. said, nigga, you better check your hoe. Yeah. Now That now, man got now every right. To say what he did and, and felt how he felt. That man got every right and to go off on me because yeah. nigga, I'm calling you a nigga in a certain type of way. Yeah, now I feel and some kind of way about you. If I say you need to check your woman, that's one thing. You need to check your hoe. Mm -hmm. That's 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 derogatory. That's disrespectful. disrespectful. Yeah. And, and I understand yeah. that. I think it's yeah. all about tone in the time when you're coming at it. Yeah. Context. Context. Mm. That's Context. That, which brings us back to the original, which brings me back to my first point. Mm -hmm. Calling a man a nigga in an argument is what burns my boot at because if we in an argument and I say, bitch, you blah, 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 you're going to lose your mind. Yeah. Oh, what? You're going to lose your mind. Can't believe you said that to me. You're going to lose <laughs> your fucking mind. You're going to lose yeah. your shit. Yeah. It's going to yeah. happen, right? And you, um, and you probably should. Because I'm meaning it in that way. Yeah, you probably should. You got I'm meaning it to be hurtful, right? Yes. Um, in much the same way, women don't have an equivalent unless you really think about it. The equivalent mm -hmm. is a nigga. So when they say, yeah. nigga, you jump something, the minute you, oh, you you and these niggas, blah, blah, blah. If you're mad, mm -hmm. you're saying these things derogatory. And mm -hmm. you don't get the pass of, we use that as a term of endearment because you're not using it mm -hmm. as a term of endearment. You're using oh, yeah. it as you a term that? of spite. Yeah, and disrespectful. And disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm on board with you. Fellas, I just want y'all, it burns my booty, and I just want fellas all out there to kind of stand on business together as a male contingent. We let women get away with a lot. Some of y'all don't. Some of y'all is some asshole niggas who, who put hands on women and do all kind of crazy shit. So I'm not talking about y'all. I'm we talking not, about reasonable not. men. We do not promote that over here. We don't here promote that. BMW. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we do not promote that. Um, I don't care how many niggas she call you. Right? But I'm talking about reasonable dudes who kind of, you know, who, who handle life, go about things the right way. In your reasonable mind, if she call you a nigga, you need to check on it. 
Stop stop it right then at that moment. Hey, I want stop calling me out of my name. That's disrespectful. Especially when you beefing looking like that, going crazy on me. Yeah. Best friend weekend Amen. drops Drews for y'all to, to use for the rest of your life. That's all I'm telling you, man. Look, we don't Amen. do none of these things on accident. We do these things on purpose. We do this podcast with a purpose, on purpose, for the purpose hmm. of moving the culture forward, man. And speaking of moving the culture forward, let's go to the <laughs> point that, that everybody wants to hear Best Friend Weekend's opinion on. Got about hmm. four or five texts this week. What do you? What's your opinion? What's your opinion? What's your opinion? I said tune in this week. You know we're going to talk about it because he ain't swag. Huh. Who ain't swag? Who ain't swag? I, I, I ain't swag. Hey, guess who swag? Los. <laughs> Definitely swag. Los. Definitely where you went swag. to college at? Texas Southern University. What conference is that in? That is the swag. Where you played football four years at? Texas Southern University. What conference is that in? Who ain't swag? Who ain't swag if Los swag. ain't swag? What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, man? I, I was red. But see, I'm, I ain't go deep. My daddy refereeing the swag. So I was, yeah, I've been going to swag games since. Before Stephen um, Ed McNabb was playing, so I was on the sideline. Mm-hmm. So you know, we talking about swag. I super swag. Everybody Gram- had them old stadiums. Where Gramstar went to school at? Definitely went to Gramlin. Gramlin, that's what from what conference? Gramlin State University. Ah, the swag. The swag. He played four years of swag. Yeah. Where Ash Dog and Eddie went to school at? Southern University. Where's where's, where's that at? That is definitely the swag. That's the swag. Them boys is swag, right? Big Fresh. Yeah. Big Fresh is swag. Swag. I know a lot of people who swag. Mm-hmm. Who is swag? They swag. I know some swags. Yeah. Dion, man, Dion, you ain't swag, dog. You're definitely not swag. You, you, and 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 I saw a meme, the meme Pat. that killed me. The, Pat, the, the, you saw the one with they had on uh, what's his name, Chip Kelly, talking about some. He ain't Pat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I ain't see it. He ain't Pat. <laughs> that's funny alright so no. we, th- that's how we lead in the, the silly lead mm-hmm. in to the real point let's get to the real point of the real points what we always knew this was a possibility what were your thoughts when you yeah. first heard the news that Coach Prime was leaving Jackson State University damn damn I didn't want him to leave um, I didn't want him to leave I knew you know in order for the swag to be what which we, ha- they have, we have to have somebody like that in the swag to keep it going like it was going because this very next year is not going to be that because nobody else has that pull nobody has that asking power you know nobody in the swag can get in one year or two years three years get a multi-million dollar uh field built a new stadium me a new uh football complex you know and everything that he's done and suits and all this he knows people has the um he has ties to American Airlines. You know, he has relationships with Walmart. They gave him some money to build a field. You know, he had to give half his check, you know, his money to finish the rest of the uh, field house. So, you know, it, ain't nobody's swag going to be able to do it like that. You know, it's it just not, you, you know. So, I know the swag's going to take another hit. It's gone. It, all that talk about, oh, you can go do this and black. It's over with now. It's over with. Um. But I'm not mad at him, though. Yeah, I mean, when we're going to get to the if we mad at him or not, I just wanted your first thoughts. My first thoughts was the same, much the same. I was like, yeah, man, Colorado, really? That's what you just, the first, the first, the first piece of, (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, man, you're dating a black woman and you're like, yeah, guess what? I'm going to date me a black woman, man. I'm I'm, I'm raising the value of a black woman and the first little Mm -hmm. Malcolm Magnesia skinny thing with, (laughs) 
You know what I'm saying? Green Little eyes. Running a mill white chick. You're like, all right, bet I'm out. I'm going to mess with it. it, it out of here. It literally gave me those kind of vibes. Like, damn, um, it, the question could, the, the word sellout comes to mind, but it's like a, I mean, you know, obviously it's the, the connotation of you're leaving for, for money and money is the only reason. Mm-hmm. So you're selling out. Um, to your swag point, Dion talked so much about this being a, 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 a mission from God and this and this and mm-hmm. this and that and this and the third. And then, and then it just kind of wasn't. And, you know, I saw a whole bunch of conversation where people talking about, man, you, you, you're supposed to know who Dion is. Dion been telling you who he is for the longest. He been telling you that he all about Dion. And mm-hmm. he going to use Jackson State as a stepping stone. This is kind of how I, something I heard. I don't remember exactly who said it. That um, he wanted to be a coach, but he didn't want to be an assistant coach. So he went to a high mm-hmm. school, and then he had to find a college that would let him be a head coach without ever being an assistant coach. So he used mm-hmm. HBCUs to do that. And then how mm-hmm. he how he um, got over on people's parents and everything else is by talking about, yeah, we showing y'all how to raise black football and black culture and who ain't swag and all the rest mm-hmm. of that. And then the first chance you get, you're like, okay, they're letting me be a, a, a coach on the, on the next level. All right, I'm going. Mm-hmm. It's so much wrong with it from just a just a just a I guess it's just the victory that we were hoping for as as black as black people of a certain age as best friend weekend like we've said yeah. on the podcast before man I was hoping for Mikey to not go to Memphis yeah. right and yeah. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak on this because this is but a very important that, point that, that, go ahead it's a very important point Mikey's mm-hmm. going to Memphis right. I wanted him to go to North Carolina A&T or North Carolina Central mm-hmm. or one of these um, HBCUs. I wanted that Hampton. I wanted that for him. Yeah. Meak, Swag. I wanted him yeah. to go do that so we can raise the profile of black, of HBCUs. Because me and you both yeah. went to HBCU. I get it. Yeah. And then when Dion left, it's like kind of like we had such momentum after George Floyd. I feel like this mm-hmm. almost feels like the last, like like the end of that, the end of that that time, right? This time mm-hmm. of George Floyd died. We all listen in Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Let's put back into our communities. I feel like yeah. it ends with Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State. And and I understand that point, but I I do think what he, he what he did do was a lot. He did wonders for the swag. He brought a lot of attention to him, brought eyes to him. Not on his school, but you know all swag schools, all, a lot of HBCUs. I also know what he did for Jackson and. He he showed he gave, I think he gave everybody in the swag the blueprint to how this really should go and how it should look. Now, like I said before, it's gonna be tough for him to do it to that magnitude. But I think somebody with a, a plan, and a vision, can get some of this done. You know what I mean? And then too, I, I think it, it was it's more than just money why he went there. I look at people like his assistant coaches, you know, making fifty six thousand, seventy five thousand dollars as a college coach. You know, now they, they can go make the, the two hundred and three hundred thousand like other coaches make. You know what I mean? They can go, you know, really get a bag. So I think it's bigger than him because he's taking, I think, his entire staff with him. And, uh, you know, so I in, in that fashion, I, I get that point. You know what I mean? And I know I also heard a few things, rumors about JSU misappropriating some funds with uh, the 30% of the the uh, ticket sales, the last 30% of the t- um, ticket sales is going to go. You want to know what burned my boot in? I, I got to stop, stop you right there because I want to tell you what burned my boot in. 
Wow. Uh, this post by Albert Coleman. Who knew it? According to, to my source, JSU is on a hot seat for misuse of football funds. Individuals are stealing money from football program by moving into general fund scholarship. 80% of why Dion leaving. Right. This will be the next breaking news. You heard it from me first. And the plot thickens. Whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop. Into which I commented on somebody's comment. I'm glad you got the word straight from Albert Coleman. Who hmm. the fuck is Albert Coleman? Stop just listening to any old know. body. You don't, don't know, know nothing. Was. You don't know. And you over here but quoting I, uh, this on this podcast with that, no, that's that I bullshit. I, I, just said, I just said what I heard. I, I know. But I, 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 I know. I'll, but, I'll put it past me, but, but this is the thing. We all heard based upon some just random person posting it and reposting it. I'm just so glad Albert Coleman, y'all know who that is. Like, that's Albert shelf- Coleman, might, he might be sweat. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so how you don't know <laughs> you don't know <laughs> you don't know I just I heard a little Albert so we don't know is the, but is I the know. Adam Schefter of swag cutting <laughs> <laughs> whoa she might be the most woke swag <laughs> since you don't know so I, yeah, I'm just saying, I just heard rumblings. So my thing is, you know, I, I mean, and like you said, who to say that's true? I just feel like he, he went, and he definitely bought himself too. Like, yes, and his son. But I did want him to stay, and leave, I wanted him to stay and beat a power five school with a sweat. You know, take a sweat school to beat a power five school. You know, and it, he could have did whatever he wanted. Yeah, to I, I, I'm, I'm big fine on all of this stuff. I'm, um, I think that when, when we having these conversations about, um, about that. I heard him on that that interview with um the twenty twenty or whatever uh, sixty, 60 minutes. minutes yeah when he was like mm-hmm. when he said he basically said it that my coaches ain't getting paid and I knew that that mm-hmm. was writing on the wall that he's gonna get out of there I just didn't yeah. expect it to be this year you know what a bit would have have like felt I mean and I know this is selfish but like find the money is one thing bro like find the money like if if you ain't got the money for coaches you need to make them do it I, you know. I know black people is our own worst enemies sometimes. I know that it's yeah. possible that they could have been like, you know what, Dion, we could do this without you. You could go ahead on to Colorado. We ain't giving you that money. And and they could have misappropriated funds. All these things can be true. But we don't know this to be true right now. And true. if all of this comes out to be like, and Dion says it specifically, truth, and he, yeah. he comes and stands on it, then 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 I'm going to feel differently. Yeah. I don't think he is, though. He but didn't say that. At the end of the day, I wouldn't feel different. I feel, anyway, this is what I'm saying. I would have felt so much better if Shador would have left, and Dion would have been like, you know what, my son going to play on the next, going to play for Colorado or going to play for somebody, and I'm gonna stay here with Jackson State. My son needs to, but because I know a big part of it is that his son is trying to go to that next level, and you yeah. got to put him up against that kind of competition. And yeah. if he had the kind of season he had right now, yeah, now in, and up there, else, he'd be sitting there he for the Heisman. Not- you're right. So I know as a dad, he's 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 putting his son high on the on the reason for it as well. Um, it's it's just a lot, bro. Like Colorado is trash. It's they're not a good program. They've been trash for a long time. And and you just kind of like this is who you leave for. Like that's kind of the thing. If it's Auburn, I think I feel differently. If it's yeah. like, but I think I think with him too, I think he went somewhere where I think he got a lot of lot of control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I, you know he's talking. He want to rebuild and all this stuff, but. You know, and the portal going crazy too. So, you know, I think he's he's gonna get a, a decent team on the field, but I don't think it's gonna be by the time Shador graduate. Huh. I don't know if he's gonna be able to. to Cause I looked at they they play they play UCLA USC. Well, that transfer um, if that transfer portal is 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 crazy like it could be, 
And oh, it is. It's a thousand it, players. I mean, it, and if it's a thousand players, and he could give four offensive linemen as dogs, yeah, and three defensive linemen as dogs. Like you ain't you ain't trying to sell people on coming to Jackson State. You trying to sell people on coming to a D one school with big facilities. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's Move a different sale, yeah. It's a different sale. Mm-hmm. Like he he's gonna yeah. be able to get some dogs over there, and I know you're gonna be playing against dogs, but he's gonna get some dogs. So yeah. I don't doubt that. Um, you know, you, you bringing Travis Hunter with him too. So I mean, uh. I, I don't know. These are I don't even want to get into the football part of it all because I think that that's beside the point of what's upsetting yeah. black people. And let's just talk about black people. Black people have clearly on social media been in two two camps. Mm-hmm. One is the Dion is a sellout. One is the mm-hmm. man, y'all need to leave that man alone, checking his pockets, man. You would leave too to get more money. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? And what which one do you think you align with a little bit more? Um, I don't align with the sellout. Um, I don't align with that one. But I'm not um it ain't about for money for me. That's that's what that man wants to do. I think if he came if he came to HBCUs and didn't do what he said he was gonna do, then I'll feel some kind of way. He came and did what he said he was gonna do. He brought attention, brought eyes, brought money to the game. So it, I think I'm not sure, but I think if you're if you playing on TV, you're getting some. You know, the schools are getting some of that money. He was selling out every time they played somewhere. They were selling out. People sell out their stadiums. That's money for that school. You know, so I think he did what he said he was gonna do. Now he didn't. He said God called him. He didn't say God called him to be there for life either. You know what I mean? But now you made a point about. You know, sitting in mom, you know, lying to mothers and, and kind of finagling them about what he's trying to do. That, you know, because he's going to leave some of them kids had an opportunity to probably go D1 somewhere mm-hmm. that they might not be going to Colorado with him. You know what I mean? So, I that's the part because you might have fucked a lot of kids up when they had a chance to go uh, a little better D1, you know, maybe a smaller D1, but still go D1, but Facts. they came over there. They could have went to Marshall. You know they could have went to yeah, UL yeah, Lafayette. That's the part. I don't, and now I don't they got like, uh, And he's trying hope, to tell them to not hop in that transfer portal. But it's tough in that thing. It's a th- like they said, they had a thousand players by, on Monday in there. I mean, but so at the end of the day, like that's 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 the that's the game now. Name of the game now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was laughing because me and uh Finch were talking like, boy, you think we had the transfer portal when we was in school? Because when I was in school, you transferred, you had to sit out. Yeah. Unless you, you went, unless you went to uh, unless you went southern, down. Yeah. Yeah, you went down. But see, me, well, I was going to go Juco. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's about the bottom of the barrel this way. But, you know, I, that's my my problem with it is it's going to some kids who made their commitment to come play for you. And, you know, that they were successful. You put them on TV. You did, you did what you said they were going to do, but they came specifically to play for you. And now, you know. But, in, again, in coaching, that happens. You know what I'm saying? You know. You, you you might go recruit a kid and a year and a half later you get fired as a coach. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that that shit happens. That's just kind of part of the game, man. So yeah. I'm I'm not on the you wouldn't leave for no more money job because I don't think that's one to one, right? I'm not over here telling people like like Los. If you was out here telling everybody that the reason you at the school you at is because you want to help mm-hmm. um, children in the impoverished part of Houston, Texas, and yeah. you and your calling and God sent you there to do this. Whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. And then in two years, and that's all you ever tell everybody. And in two years, you're like, I'm going, yeah, I'm going to straight Jesuit. Yeah, I'm going to private school. Man. Yeah, they, they they offer me more money to go to this private school. And the facilities yeah. better, and the coaching me. is better. And God called me over here because I'm going to come do it a change for kids. Well, you know, it's crazy. I, I saw somebody was like, man, God sometimes tell you um, new things, but y'all ain't ready to have that conversation. And I'm like, I guess, dog. I guess, I guess. 
like like Rumble was talking about being the smartest person in the room, being the most holy person in the room too, man. That shit's weird. <laughs> that's, nigga. A, that's a super flex. Yeah, like have you ever been around like extremely holy people? No, I'm, I'm not. Even, Thank yeah, you, yes, but 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 let me put it a different way. I've been around extremely holy like hood people who just like are, like yeah. people who want to sit down and smoke and drink and clown with you and talk whatever, but then. Didn't want to tell you about God and how they know more. They know God better than you. Them kind of people, dog. Yeah, I don't like that right there. Like everybody got their own relationship with God. Yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I you know, so I think I, I fall I, more I, on the sellout side. But I'm not calling mm-hmm. that man a sellout. Oh, okay. So you just on the line over there. You just, you, but you ain't over there with the stop counting that man pocket. Like he just feel like he left. I feel like he left a lot of kids hanging more so than anything. I that that is you know? that I agree with. Um, and it, it's a lot, man. And, you know, when you start kind of thinking about next steps, right? And they like, mm-hmm. they just need to get him a new, like, he gave him the blueprint. Okay, so the blueprint is get a first ballot Hall of Fame cornerback who live, who call himself <laughs> primetime, who's a one of one. <laughs> no, not that blueprint. Like, no, I'm But you I'm got, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Because he, you're saying. he's saying the shit only worked. That's what everybody trying to make us believe, right? It only worked because of his connections to go to Under Armour and get jerseys and his connections to go get water donated and his connections to go get facilities built and he, out of his own pocket doing stuff. So just a like, regular person can can't follow that? that blueprint? Nah, I agree with that part. I know like three people. All right? I, I want I want to spin it. I Okay. This is, I've been thinking about this part. I think that Penny Hardaway is almost the exact equivalent of Deion Sanders in basketball. Like, he did the high school he coaching lists. thing, and then he yeah. went to college, whatever. Mm-hmm. The only difference is they gave him a D1 job right off the top at Memphis. Yeah. They didn't make him yeah. go to, like, uh, Jackson State or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he got Mikey, like we are just talking about, right? And mm-hmm. it's, so Dion is going to kind of be the Penny Hardaway of college football. Like, that's the level, okay? Okay. I'm thinking about who else kind of got the flair to go to an HBCU. Because I don't think Penny could do what Dion did if he was at an HBCU. Nah, he, he not. He, he not but, is, but he did. Uh, he get. He got James Wiseman, who was the best yeah, basketball player in the nation. Yeah. So I mean, he's got yeah. the recruiting joint. He got. He it. recruit. Yeah, I about to say he recruited his ass out. But as far as like going to Jackson and bringing eyes, I think he could. I think he, he could have brought. I think he could have. He could have brought Wiseman. He could have brought Wiseman to Jackson. It's not, it's not the same. It wouldn't be in the same manner as Dion does it. No, it, it would. It wouldn't. You know what I'm saying he he doesn't have the brashness and all that. That's. You're preaching right. and you know what I'm right. saying right. he ain't got that but he'll go put the work in they'd be winning so I think the equivalent in basketball of Deion Sanders and this is probably this is probably bigger than Deion Sanders definitely bigger but I think Shaq could do that I think Shaq could go to like Grambling and say I'm the coach of Grambling and I want all the best basketball players in the nation to come play for mm-hmm. me Come on out here. I got you. I'm, right, I'm paying for everything. I'm paying, yeah. They're not paying me nothing. Yeah, they don't pay me nothing. I don't pay I'm building, I'm building a dollar. I got my, I got, I got my, I got Walmart building up a new complex, whole complex from scratch. Yeah. Matter of fact, I just bought the whole land over Come there. Over here, I only, only, I only want big men who are gonna put somebody in the paint. We're gonna get twelve big yeah. men. Se- seven, one and above. That's it. <laughs> Victor, one, Victor Wambawamba. guard. <laughs> that's, that's all I need. Three players from overseas. I love Luca. But he can't be. He can't play like Ben Simmons. Yes, like that. That. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. And I know we're talking about Shaq and his, his ha-ha-he-he, 
But Shaq is yeah. like the basketball equivalent of like who I could see. Because first you got to have the money. Well, so uh, you got brought have, a brand. You don't think LeVar Ball could come to the No, swing? no, no, no. But I thought a big ball, I did get a lot of big baller band vibes with, with him taking his sons and coaching <laughs> and shit like that. Um, I, I, you know, to in football, it's just very hard. Like, I think Ed Reed, but I, Ed Reed ain't got the money that I don't th- – maybe he got more money than Dion because he played after Dion. After, long after. Oh, your boy that played with Ed Reed, the line, uh, Ray, Yeah, oh, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray, 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 Lewis. Lewis. Ray Lewis. He got the Christian daddy, too. Ray Lewis. Ain't got that flair that get in front, you start talking. Yeah, everybody Ray be Lewis. feeling it. Ray Lewis could, Ray Lewis could, Ray damn, Lewis could damn sure go to Jackson State. Ray Lewis. And, and to be honest, Dion was like, yeah, you need to hire my assistant coach or whatever. I'm leaving, blah, blah, blah. If I'm Jackson, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I would be going head over heels for, like, like you just said, like a Ray Lewis. To say I need somebody who just is, if that's what he want to do, yeah. yeah. Just I need somebody. You know, you matter if that's what he want to do. I just need you to be the figurehead. I just need you to be the goddamn, like the the, the face of the organization. Well, you still gotta have a staff and. Well, no. You know, that yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're you right. gotta go hire people that can coach. You're right. You you're can't. Right. You're right. You can't just. You just can't be. This ain't wrestling. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would feel like yeah, but you you're right about a lot of things. So yeah, every would be. You have to be able to bring your your staff and shit like that. It's not. Yeah. I mean, Ray Lewis would be would be pretty good in that space. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot of other people. Like I said, that list is super short of individuals yeah. who could. Who, I can't. I'm, I'm I thought. To think I now. thought Michael Vick. I thought um, Cam Newton. These names come to mind. Cam, now Cam Newton. Now Cam Newton. Yes. Cam Newton got that religion. Michael Vick. Jameis nah. Winston, bro. Them boys got that religion with them. Yeah, but I don't even think it's that. With that, think Cam Newton. He. he very relatable, and he know no football too, for real. Mm-hmm. So, and he already been coaching. He got a, a seven on seven team. He traveled. I think he had a football team as well. But um, you know, I think he could. But the thing with them, with him, is with them funny hats and all that dressing weird shit. Them parents, Dion got them people mamas, man. Because he all like, he was. Yeah, he got the mamas. They knew Dion, the daddy man. You going here, you know. So and then he still flat, you know, had a little had a little sauce enough to a dude look like hey, boy, that boy, that boy. He and like he Pat, got, you know and, he what got, I mean? and he got a son that's old enough to kind of go recruit with him, kind of for him on the team. You know what I mean? Like Shador, and then boy want to come play for him too. You got yeah. a quarterback, boy want to play for, and you and you know that's your son. You know you throwing the ball. So that's the big baller you brand I mean? connection, right? Like that. If you know, if you're coming over there with like Lamelo, then when yeah. when Lamelo was a freshman or, or or Lonzo was a freshman, and if Laval would have tried to coach somewhere, people would have came. Just to go play with them boys, yeah. yeah. I get to go play with them. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. that's why the Penny thing makes sense too, because James Wiseman, for all intents and purposes, was Penny Child, nigga. Like if you, if true, <laughs> like yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he he he's had, been taking care of that yeah, man for a long, since, time. and that's why he got he got suspended because Penny yeah. had been taking care of him since ever, which is weird because I don't know. It's a lot like, going. That boy's gonna be great. I mean, it's a lot going on, and I just you know these 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 are. Um, these are real questions. I mean, I guess there's more important things in the black community than, than sports. But sometimes we just need like a, I don't know, somebody to look at as like a hero in that space. And That's that know. little boost, bro. It's that little boost. You know, you get to see, well, you know, for me, it was just you get to see black football be put up like it used to be when, you know, back in the day. Because, I mean, you think about it, if you look at it, the, the best players in the country, we're all black. Mm-hmm. And most of them come from impoverished neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. The, you know, most of them. I won't say the majority. But most of them come from impoverished neighborhoods. So, you know, it, you know, in, in, in relative terms, it, ma- it makes sense for us to go do, you know, and go be with us. But like you said earlier, a lot of times we are our own worst enemy, man. 
you know, we are our own worst enemies. So, you know, and then too, you know, them kids want them kids want stuff. I, you know, Jackson State they ain't have water like five or six times. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's tough, bro. Those things are important, bro. You know, we need, we want to see our, you know, black people on top, our black athletes playing with for black school, for black coaches, you know, and, you know, I don't know, I know you've been to SWAT games. It ain't nothing like looking at the stands and seeing all them black people cheering and having a good time. Ain't no, ain't no bands like that nowhere else in the country, you know what I'm saying, but HBCU. So it's just a different feeling, man, you know, it's a different feeling. Well, I mean, I don't know what parts of HBCU or just black culture you're gonna take with him to Boulder, but if you if his idea is that I can still help black kids in Colorado with this bigger place, then I need to see it. It just needs to yeah. feel that way. It needs to yeah. feel like that's the mecca for black sports, even if it isn't an HBCU. Yeah. It's a place that black kids are like, you know, in that space are able to do it. But then once again, that's gonna you know, you now you're competing with HBCUs for those same kids, right? Those mm-hmm. same kids who could have came to HBCU. Now, why yeah. would you do that when you could go play for Dion? That five-star recruit who would who could have went to Jackson State, yeah. he's never going to go to Jackson State. He's going to go to Colorado or Alabama. Yeah. Like that. That's kind of the that's yeah. the thing. And then the thing that what he was saying, well, why we can't do it here? Like I think a lot of people are mad at him because how he was talking. Which mm-hmm. you know, you recruit, you try to get the recruits there. You selling yourself, you selling your program. You know, saying you don't have to go over there to get this. You can come here and get the same thing. Well, he sold it and it worked, and you know he did leave a blueprint which will be extremely hard to follow. But you know they got to see how it's done. I'm, I'm talking about getting on TV and all those things, and you know so we we'll see, man. I just it'd be I just think it'd be really 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 messed up if Jackson State go 0 and 11 next year. <laughs> That'll be that. But you know what's the crazy shit is. Um, swack is real, man. People think that swack was Dion. Dion ain't swack. So we coming mm. back full circle. He yeah. ain't swag, but you know who is swag? These these people who work with us, who yeah. forty seven years old, who fifty six years old, who went to Southern, who went yeah. to Grambling, who go went to Prairie View, yeah. who went to Alcorn State, who go to game. Them people yeah. with that little pom pom at Southern, they doing a little pom pom. That your mama, my mama, my, my, yeah, my, <laughs> my listen, sister, yeah, everybody. Listen, that's who swag is. Mm. They not gonna care that Jackson that Dion left. You know what they, they gonna do? They gonna clown the shit out of Jackson yeah. State. Did you hear the? You, did you hear the 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 Southern band at halftime of the game? Oh Mm-mm. nigga, down. Them boys was like, um, y'all coach leaving. Ha <laughs> ha. Four, six, eight. Let's get country like Jackson State. Hey Jackson, sounds like you need to be getting ready for a new head coach. I think the coach don't want you no more. Ha ha. I told y'all he was a swag. Wildin'. What? He don't want y'all. <laughs> well, you know, boy, Louisiana people disrespectful, boy. He don't want y'all. That's <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's it, it. It was nice and disrespectful, but you know, swag not gonna care because swag is swag. Hey, yeah. listen, I want to talk about a couple of things. They happy too. The mother coach is happy as hell. On oh the yeah, state they Oh yeah, Eddie Robinson Jr. the happiest one. Oh, he the happiest. Um, I told y'all. Yeah, he 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 definitely did. And he mad because he no, no, and he jealous too because he want he like I'm, I can coach. I want a power five job, uh, a D one job. Well, that man Go big ahead. jealous. He was big jealous from jump though. Yeah. But oh, uh, 
Yeah, man, a couple of things that's happening out here. I just thought it was interesting, and hopefully maybe you're seeing some of these stories. Did you see that Nike is, like, aggressively filing claims against all of these companies who are making these knockoff Nikes? Oh, yeah, Nike tired of that. Like, they losing money. That's the point I'm getting at. <laughs> right? Why are you mad that people be wearing um, the shoes? Light, lightning bolt ones. Like... <laughs> Butterfly they, ones and shit. Yeah, Butterfly ones. made too. They're not even made well. I said so. But whatever. I mean, they look good. Some of them look good. But I mean, hey man, my Nike, you you would be all right. They're not it gonna come the up. Thing. They're not about to be a millionaire off them shoes. Yeah, I mean, we could have we could have been making BFW ones for for a while and, yeah. and just slanging them out there. Because if anybody could just put out some little ones with some different colorways, then it just I didn't know you could is. do that. I mean, it's disrespectful, honestly. Cause they look exactly like ones, though. McDowell's and McDonald's. I have well, the I big think, mix. I think, I think what they do is, I think it's just like they just kind of got a little hookup in China who got a mold, mm-hmm. who just put like one extra thing. How much is going to charge you to make this a store instead of this? Yeah. And then this the left the, the colorways I want. I want that mm-hmm. leather. I want that this. I want that that. Mm. I just them boys got to be just a little bit more creative. That's all. Yeah. But you know, it, when you be creative. That's when people say your shit ugly. Like when Soldier Boy or Munyadis or whatever else, and you come up with their own stuff, people be like, I ain't gonna wear that bullshit. But yeah. if you wear, if you just have knockoff Jordans with some shit on it. Everybody got them on. So who knows? But I mean, some of them shoes was kind of wild, though. But the Munyadis was kind of wild. Uh, I ain't <laughs> see Soldier Boy shoes. I, I wouldn't buy them regardless. They're always Soldier Boy. Um, so. Yeah, but you, you can't, I don't think you can just get the exact same shoe and just throw a little lightning or something else on them and be like, this how we, this how we rocking. So the ones I, that, I, that I shared with you recently that I really like is that Sia Collective dude. I just I just like he got a whole bunch of different type of shoes, man. Yeah. It, it looked creative. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of expensive, but it is what it is. Support black business, I, I guess is kind of where I'm going with that. Did you buy some? Um, I haven't yet. I was about to oh. buy some for Black Friday. But they didn't have the style that I wanted mm-hmm. in a reasonable price. Yeah. Like he had some Black Friday deals for like one fifty, and I thought about it pulling the trigger on them. But the mm-hmm. ones I really wanted was like two fifty. I'm like, yeah, bring them two fifty ones down to one fifty. Let me support you. And I got you. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't. I'm not going. I'm not going to go out of my way to support you. Let me support you. Come meet me halfway. <laughs> but that same dude, like, reached out to Kyrie talking about some. I can make you a signature shoe, and he actually has a signature shoe with Montrez Harrell. I didn't know mm, that. So, know um, you know, I, I would think that that'd be interesting if a little like well, he if he can get and he and he can make them like do what they supposed to do. You know what I mean? Not that's the only thing. Two. Yeah, that's the only thing about that type of stuff. When you got somebody hooping them shoe like that, you got to just the way Kyrie moved. You got to you got to be some technology behind that thing. It just can't be putting something tight together and and then. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be some technology behind that thing, bro. That's what the big brawler brand. They, 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 they had, they had a style, but they ain't had no technology. You just they got some no needle and thread. Yeah, it, it's, it's more than needle and thread, bro. You got to have, you got to have one of the smartest niggas in the room. Yeah, and, uh, smart and tough too. Cause tough, they, tough. The shoes got to be the toughest. <laughs> I see, I, I see, I see, I'm picking up what you're putting down, Los. The shoes got to be the smartest. The, the producers got to be the smartest, and the schools got to be the toughest. I get it, I get it. <laughs> but yeah, so Nike actually officially cut ties with Kyrie, which is, you know, I don't know if that's, we expected that to happen. I, that's crazy. Maybe he go to Unorm or something. I think it's more like Kyrie was like, fuck y'all boys, you know, standing on his little, standing on business. Oh, well, you know he good for that. When it when it don't matter, he good at really standing right. on business. So I bet he was. 
Yeah, he definitely was like, no, I'm not apologizing. I'm yeah, not taking exactly. those classes. What do you mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting thing. And, I mean, I, I guess Nike going to keep on doing this thing. And, I mean, the other story that's just big in the news that, you know, touching on it is is what we should do uh, was the Atlanta runoff for the senator. And it was uh, Walker against Warnock. And big I Hirsch. Mean, I, man, Big Hirsch, man. I I was going back and was sharing our group chat, man. Big Hirsch's son, little Herschel Walker Jr., Jr. Hey. That boy Christian was upset. Walker. Boy was that boy upset. was upset. Don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. You had four four kids, four different mothers, and you run the house raising them. Just don't lie. You don't man. know what me my mother went through. That man looked like the light skinned gay Herschel Walker. And I mean yeah. that's kind of what that yeah. man is, right? I, I mean, you're not wrong when you're right. That's the first thing. The way he was moving and you know. Oh no, that man definitely was LGBTQ, but yeah. that man just the the way he was just coming at um, his paw, I was like, damn, I would hate for that to be my downfall. That my oh, son came out and just was like telling it how it is about all me, my man. business, like yeah, just all our family wild. business, man. Yeah. Like you gotta you got to relax, son. Yeah, he said he went on the campaign trail for a little bit and did one appearance. Like I don't want to do this. I thought what he said, uh, he was gonna tell the truth or something. He's gonna get all this uh-huh. truth out. Yeah, that that boy was a. Uh, that boy was upset, man. But what I want to know what the Hershey Walker lie about? Like why? If you, oh, if you, I, I think I, I think just raising them and shit. I don't know about oh. having extra kids, about abortions, about all kind of other shit. Hershey Walker was out there wilding, bro. He's Hershey Walker. Just, he Quaaludes and uh, he, he used to run with Bill Cosby. He different. He different. And Warnock, hmm. man. I don't know if you ever heard Warnock talk. That's big preacher energy. Oh no, I ain't heard no. I've been I'm Ebenezer Baptist, dog. That man Ooh. be coming out there like. You talking about Martin Luther? Man, yeah, no, I, I, listen, I might, I said Ebenezer Baptist. Oh, let me see. Raphael Warnock. Oh, let me see. I think that man actually, I, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because that man is, yes, he is the priest at Ebenezer, the preacher at Ebenezer Baptist Church. <laughs> Martin Luther. That man is the Martin the Luther the King Junior 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 Junior. I want to know how you can be a preacher and a politician. Ah, that's that's a tough ask, boy. Uh, and black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So huh, I'm introducing this uh, bill today. Everybody say bill, bill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But I guess that worked for Georgia, you know what I mean? That man, um, oh yeah, Cutting. That man, he, he not even, that man divorced too. That man was in them streets. Oh, he, he a wild preacher. Oh yeah, he, oh, oh man, he might, listen, bro, okay. That man ran over her foot with his car during an argument. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I didn't know Warnock was out there wilding. <laughs> <laughs> she must have called oh. him a nigga. Oh no! So they said they didn't. They weren't able to locate any swelling, redness, bruising, or broken bones on his wife. His wife, his name was Oleye Nodoye. Oh, he married him, an African woman who was trying to. Okay. She probably trying to kill that boy. She probably called him a nigga though. That's that'll do it. Oh wow! Every time. That's funny. That man. Yeah, that's um. That's a little bit different, man. <laughs> I didn't know Warnock was. Warnock was in that um in that world too. But I mean, that's a. That's a crazy little, um, crazy little type of um, type of thing, man. That man won by like thirty eight thousand Georgia, 
Georgia, or something like that. Something even maybe maybe more than that. But what it is, it is what it is, man. And um, but you know, this Walker thing got me actually thinking about a fire big three. Big three. Big three. Big three. Big three. This Herschel Walker and his son, and his son. I mean, you got to go look at the Twitter post. His son is very flamboyant with it. Yes, it got me thinking of like a big three celebrity children, specifically sons, born sons, people who were born sons from that have are a big part of the LGBTQ community um, that are celebrities' kids. Like, who do you think of when you be like, oh man, look that boy's son, man? Uh, oh, you who know, comes to mind? You man? know the poster, the poster. Which I should I say person? Child, say post boy. a child. Post a child. Post a child for is that boy EJ, Magic Johnson. EJ. <laughs> EJ, fabulous boy. EJ, EJ been is... killing him for years. EJ by six foot nine too, huh? Yeah. Shaq definitely recruited him to go to Grimmel if he was uh he got some eligibility though. Man, so I think it's funny because you said EJ, you know who I thought about, man? You know, obviously Magic's um running buddy, man. Isaiah Thomas, man. Oh, Zeke Thomas, man. LeZeke. LeZeke. man. Zeke a DJ, man. And, man, listen, if y'all go, go look up Zeke Thomas, man, that man is every bit as um, he, he, he competes with EJ for the crown. Hmm. Of, um, 80s basketball star's child who is flamboyant son. That boy um, fabulous, man. Big man, F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. <laughs> Zeke Thomas, man. That's, that, that's my next one. Um, well, my next one is uh, gospel singer Robert Stanford. Uh, it's Little Nas X Daddy. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know his daddy was famous. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Shout out to Google's. <laughs> Little Nas oh. X Daddy, a whole gospel singer. That man's son. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's the devil with the devil shoes. Yeah, got blood. Yeah, and be wild, wild. So yeah. That's an interesting Little Nas one, man. X Daddy. I'm gonna go with uh, Jaden Smith. Ah, oh, why? You, come on, man. We don't know if that man like that, bro. Do it matter? <laughs> <laughs> I thought what I just said was big three. Um, when we be like, oh man, that's that celebrity son, but that boy, that boy, that boy, one of them that boys boy might be a little boy. <laughs> yeah, Jaden. Hey, see how you use that boy when them boys. Um, I mean, or you know what days, whatever, yeah. whatever he, however he identifies, but Jaden Smith, that's funny. Is, is does something different. He, he got that energy, definitely got the energy. I'm gonna go with you know the the new the new new Dwayne Wade daughter Zaya. Well, nah, nah, there you go. Low hanging fruit. That's the lowest hanging. Well, I don't. Don't let Boosie <laughs> hear you say that. Don't let Boosie hear you say nothing Not about no low hanging fruit. He hasn't made his final decisions yet. Don't cut his fucking dick off, Dwayne Wade, bro. You fucking tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. That is, that is dick, dog. <laughs> Come on, man. He ain't Come even on, old man. enough to make a decision yet. That man Dwayne ain't know Wade. what pussy feel like, man. Come on, man. That is dick, dog. Y'all craziness. Shout um, out, boosted, man. So, I guess the last one I say to somebody who's uh, LGBT... Or maybe he just gays. Marcus Jordan 
for going smash Scotty Pippen. Um, what? No, let me stop. That's <laughs> some gay energy, though, man. Get your little weekend. Nah. Why that man um, Hey, man, he just is, man. Leave that old woman alone. What I'm, what I'm, the last she probably, one. She won't say. leave him alone. Maybe so. She know what she's doing. She's being I can come up with a lot of these. So, JoJo Simmons is what I came up with. <laughs> He do have some, he do have some boy, some boy like tendencies, man. Nah, that man got. Do you don't remember that man got into trouble with it, with that um, with like a, a transgender person a while back. Not in trouble, but he got caught like doing his thing. Oh yeah, oh, that I was about ten years that. ago. Yeah, JoJo. That's why he ran that. and got married real quick and all that. Had a baby. We know, like we know what you like, JoJo. Oh, Jojo, go on, be free. But bro. his daddy is like not Lil Nas X daddy. He a gospel No, he a reverend. It's even worse. Yeah, reverend. Reverend. Yeah, reverend. Yeah, he like to sit in the bathtub and give inspirational quotes. So, yeah, man, you can't have that in my house. That's all I'm saying. That's tough, Jojo. I didn't know that boy was Mr. C.I.F. <laughs> wow. It is what it is. Hey, man, listen. We gave y'all a little bit this week. We'll give you a lot as the month continues. But, um, like tough. I said, we... Running right through December, getting close to the end of the year, man, and um, just kind of checking out the world as it comes, giving back to you so you can hear our opinions on good stuff. Let us know what y'all thought about it, all that great stuff. But um, as always, y'all have a great weekend. Bang, 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 bang. Mm, make it the best friend weekend. Bang, 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 bang. And we out.